0: Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including Miss Jill Genetics, Ethos Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by their award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. yeah welcome back podcast world i'm your host my friends call me rasta jeff and this is episode 640 of the grow from your heart podcast in this episode i'm going to bring out a couple of plants and we're going to talk about a few techniques i've been talking about on the show for a long time today i'm going to show you visual guides of what i've been talking about before we get there let's do a few shout outs to a few members of the 710 club of course, the 710 Club are those great folks who support us on Patreon at the $7.10 a month level or higher. So, with no further ado, let's start off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend BroHen78. Then, let's send a big thank you shout out to Black Hippie and Caribou Heart TV. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Jackie Daytona and Know Me By My Guacamole. I want to send a thank you shout out to Turt Burglar and Learning and Burning. I want to send a special thank you shout out to Stoned Trout Bum. I want to follow that up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to Evil Grow and Kojax. Then let's send a big thank you shout out to Dayron T. and Brian P. And then let's wrap all this up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to my friend Roll This Nug. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.com patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And of course, I did include that link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for everyone who wants to support the podcast. All right, I did say I was going to bring out a couple of plants in this episode. Before I do that, let me make uh, maybe a bit of a disclaimer. Maybe uh, just uh, let me talk first. I'm going to grab a couple of plants and I'm going to attempt to show you Uh, visual aids, visual guides, uh, visual representations of some of the techniques I've been talking about here on the podcast for quite a long time. I'm going to try to show you how to bottom and lollipop a plant. We will do some popping and twisting. We will do a little bit of defoliating. Then we'll wrap it up with topping a plant. And then if everything goes right and I fall within my time constraints, we may even work on a little bit of clone technique. Uh, This is new for me. So please be patient, be gentle in the comments. I'm going to be uh, moving my set quite a bit here. The plants won't look good in front of this background. You won't be able to see anything with this logo behind me. So I've got another spot where the plants will be worked with. I've got to move the camera. I've got to rearrange lighting. Uh, This is new for me. So please be gentle in the comments. Um, I think I've said enough. I've rambled on long enough. So I'm going to fade out this part of the video. And when I get back, I should have some plants on the table and we will learn about some advanced plant training techniques. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, here we go. Podcast world. I've got a better backdrop. I think the plants will be more visible with this uh, solid colored background compared to how they would look with the IRE genetics logo. Uh, behind them. You'll be able to see the plants much more clearly. I do want to make a disclaimer. I'm learning on the fly here. I've never done this microphone setup like this before. I've never done the set like this. I'm going to do my best to stay on the microphone. I've got it cranked up a little bit hot so that it does pick up everything I say, but I may wander off the mic. I apologize for that. Uh, We're learning together here. Hang out with me. Let's learn together. I do look forward to the comments uh, and the constructive criticism, but be gentle. So let's get right to the point. I've got a plant. One thing I discovered right away is that this plant is a little bit taller than I wanted it to be for this recording setup. Uh, I did find a quick solution. We're just going to drop it down on a chair. I brought over a chair. The plant is just simply sitting on a chair next to me now. Gives me a couple more inches to work with. Should help us all out. Um, This plant, let's talk about this plant before, oh, need a little bit of microphone stand Viagra. We can fix that. This plant, before we get too far, this is... um, a sacrificial plant this plant was never meant to make it to a flowering room this plant was only grown to be a clone donor you can see that the bottom half of this plant is basically naked i have stripped this plant i call that shaving the plant's legs i've lollipopped it you see it's like a lollipop like a sucker like a popsicle uh this bottom i call that shaved legs it's got some nice legs uh then up here got a bunch of branches that i'm going to use for cloning uh, I've got all the clones I needed off of this, uh, but I left this plant behind so that I could show you what we're going to do, uh, how we top it, how we lollipop it, uh, how we do some popping and twisting, and then we're going to cut a clone off of the very top here and stick that in a rapid rooter cube. So I've um, been talking a lot. I told you this plant is a sacrificial plant. It was only grown for the purpose of being a clone donor so that I could have multiple clones of this one strain. Uh, it's in a very small one-gallon pot. We got some roots popping out of the bottom here. It's ready for an up pot. It's really not gonna get that far in life. It's gonna give me the clones that it needs and then it will uh, it will meet its demise to tell you the honest truth. But uh, let's get right to it. I've been talking for a long time. I don't feel like we've done a lot. Most of the time when I work in the garden, I do recommend to wear some gloves. Uh, I, they're nitrile gloves, people call them latex, rubber, whatever kind of gloves you wanna get. Uh, something to keep the pesticides off of your hands. I've applied pesticides to these plants in the past, which means there are pesticides on this plant now. Uh, I don't spray anything crazy. I don't put any fucking ridiculous pesticides on here. I know what was on here, but just to be safe, I'm going to wear gloves. Also, if I get an eye itch, if I got to pick a booger, I don't have to fucking go wash my hands. Do I? I just pull off these gloves, itch my eye, maybe answer my phone, whatever. The gloves are really advantageous. I recommend you wear the gloves. It protects you and it protects your plants why not just wear some gloves? Get in the habit of that. And in any commercial grow environment, everybody is always wearing gloves. I apologize. I'm not looking into the camera 100% of the time. I'm watching myself on a monitor here. Uh, I'm learning this and I'm trying to make sure I get it right the first try because I don't have a lot of plants to cut up today. So wear gloves. I like to wear gloves. Uh, trichomes are sticky. This plant doesn't have any trichomes. It's in veg, but if I were working with a flowering plant, there'd be trichomes on here. Uh, if you have ever touched a trichome-laden plant, a flowering plant, got resin trichomes on your hands, then touch your eye. If you've ever been trimming and done that, you know that that is an absolutely miserable experience. Nobody wants trichomes in their eye. We definitely don't want pesticides in our eyes. Uh, be careful. That's what I'm getting at. I always like to warn my friends of what they're getting into. Keep shit out of your eyes. Wear some gloves. Be careful. Also, uh, I recommend some good quality scissors for this. Most of the time, I would clean my scissors between plants. Most of the time, Uh, I would clean my scissors if I were going to bottom here and then I were going to use that piece I bottomed to cut a clone. I'd probably use two different pair of scissors. Uh, For the purposes of this video, I'm going to keep it simple. I've got one pair of decently cleaned scissors. Don't judge me. This is the pair I grabbed on the way from the garden. Um, There'll be a couple other things that we're going to improvise as we go. Uh, We'll talk about that when we get there. I think uh, it's time to start talking about what we're going to do to this plant and throw some hands on this plant. I'm going to put it back on the chair. Uh, no, I'm not. Actually, we're going to just put it right here. You can't see the top of the plant. It's right in my face right now, but this is a good time to talk about lollipopping. I may have mentioned that this plant has already been lollipopped, right? It's got a long stick like a lollipop. Then we got the top of the plant. Uh, why do we lollipop? There are a couple of reasons for it. Um, the light won't penetrate very far past all this bushy part of the plant. If there were a bunch of these plants in the room, the light wouldn't get past here. So we just take off all the shit that the light isn't going to get to. That's lollipopping. Take off all the, shave the legs, take off all the branches that aren't going to be useful. Uh, they wouldn't reach up to the light. They wouldn't produce any usable bud. When it comes time to trim that, it's going to suck to trim. It's going to be a waste of energy on the plant. We can send this energy up to the top of the plant, make the top buds get bigger, stronger, healthier, and fatter. So basically we lollypopped the plant. That's already been done. I've taken off all these extra branches. I used them as clones. They're in the cloner now. Uh, In a few days, they will be baby plants. They came off right at the bottom of this plant. So that is lollipopping. We basically cleaned up all of this. Be careful when you do it. Don't go uh, yanking. You just want to give it a clean snip and then take that branch off. It should fall. You don't want to pull it because you'll get... uh, Should I just do it with this one branch here? If you pull it, you'll make... You see that? That right there is what you want to prevent. Don't pull and make that shit. That'll make scarring on your plant. That will set you up for problems. Cut that shit clean. Cut that shit smooth. Get better scissors than these. I grabbed a shitty pair on the way out of the garden. So this right here can be used as a clone. We're gonna take this. I'm gonna clean it up just like this, and then I'm gonna take it and cut it at an angle. See that angle I cut? I hope you can see. It's a uh, Just a nice angle there. It's either a 90 or a 45. I don't know the number. It's a good. Let's see. You'd go 180. Now it's like a 90 degree angle. Could be a 45. We're gonna edit that and we'll figure it out. Got enough on my mind. We're gonna stick this in a glass of water and deal with this later. So this is just chilling in a glass of water, which is right by a bunch of electronics. Probably not the best idea, but you know how we roll over here. So that one's gotten taken off. Left a little scarring. You don't do that. Cut it off clean. Cut it off smooth. So lollipop. Um, Lollipoping how high? That's kind of up to you. I would do some defoliating and see how far down the light gets. Then, once you realize how far the light's going to penetrate, then take off the branches that you won't need. Uh, I like to have a nice little, usually about a third of the plant. This plant I went really high because, like I said, this will never be put in the flower room. This was for sacrifice, this was for clones. Uh, so, I went really high on the lollipopping. Generally, I'll go about a third of the way. If the plant's three feet tall, lollipop the bottom foot. Generally, that's a good rule of thumb. Uh, there's no rules in your grow that I made up. You could do it however works best for you. Experiment. You'll find that some of the bottom stuff that you left grew like shit, or maybe some of the bottom stuff you left did really well. It's strain dependent also. Some plants, the bottom stuff, if the light doesn't hit it, it doesn't make shit. Some of it, it'll just harden up and be super dense either way. So that's strain dependent. So we've lollipop. We've talked about how, why, uh, when. Lollipop Late in veg before flower. Don't do it. Or you could do it early in flower. Up to the second week of flower, you can do lollipopping. So that's uh, how, when, where, why we lollipop. Uh, let's talk a little bit about defoliating. I said that before we lollipop, we should defoliate. This plant isn't super bushy. This is not a super leafy uh, cultivar that we've got here. Uh, mainly what I would do, I would take off like, you may think I'm crazy. I'd pop these big leaves right here off. Let me kind of get show you where they're coming from then I would just pop them off just like that. Now what that's going to do, the light's going to get down a little further and you can see how far the light's going to get down so you know when to lollipop. So we've lollipopped. We've done minimal defoliation on this plant. There's not a lot to do Let's talk about what I call cleaning up the sucker branches. Also, when you're gathering your stuff to do this, get a trash can. I already regret not having a trash can and or trash bag handy. It's gonna drive my OCD crazy, but we will move forward. So something that I talk about is sucker branches or just cleaning up the branches. Here's a very good example of a sucker branch we can clean up on this branch. If we were going to flower this plant, this would make a nice cola. This whole section from here we've got, I'm trying to show you, I don't know what's coming up on the camera because I'm so far away. There's a little node right here from that node, all the way up to here would form bud on this branch. If we left this, this part down here is kind of far away from this bud. And is also kind of low on the plant to where it's not going to get as much light as it could. So what I would do is I would get in here and just take this shit right on off. You don't have to take off the whole branch, but you can take off the stuff down low, and I should have used scissors. I'm being abusive and quick, but take that shit off, and then this branch will form nothing but nugs, and you won't have wasted space down here, but you still get this branch and this nugget. So I would do that there. I would do that with this little mini thief of a nugget right here, and then I would probably do it right here. There's another plant we're going to do this to a whole bunch, but So that's kind of defoliating and cleaning up and taking off what I call the sucker branches. We don't need those. Let me get out of the way so you can see this plant in the background a little better. Get it against that flat background. All right. Not a lot going on in this plant so far. So we've lollipopped. We've taken off a couple of leaves. We've taken off some of the sucker shit. Now let's talk about something that I really talk about a lot. And people are like, hey, can you show us that? Because you say it so often and we've never seen it. This is the time when I'm going to show you physically popping and twisting my plants i generally start i'm kind of looking at the camera to see what you got on vr i generally start at the base this plant's got a weird curve when it was little it got some curvature it had something maybe light in the way or something Uh, who knows what could have happened there's anything could have happened but i'm gonna go above this curve just because i don't want to break this plant this one's kind of brittle uh it's been abused honestly this plant was put in the corner and just left to die but um so this is how i pop and twist i grab it with one hand I'm not like squeezing the shit out of it. I'm just holding it. I got it basically here. I got big monkey hands. So I got it where I can get a grip of this little skinny, tiny stick. Then put the other hand right above it. And then at the same time, I give it a little twist. You didn't hear it on the microphone, but I felt it. The stem did a little snapping sound. It sounded like this. I'm gonna crack a knuckle and kind of describe it as that. It sounded like this. And it just happened right here on the stick of the plant. It's right about here. Now I'm gonna move up and find an easier spot to do it. And I'll move the microphone to it and see if we can get a sound. All right, bear with me. We're experimenting, we're learning together. Ooh, I think think we got a good sound out of that one. I'm gonna try it up a little bit higher. So you see that I did it, I kind of grabbed this node and grabbed this node and just gave it a twist, right? So this section has popped. Now I'm gonna grab this one and I'm gonna grab here And I'm not gonna use these as leverage very much. I'm just kind of using that little, the fat part as somewhere to grab because I got big monkey hands and this stick is really skinny. So I'm gonna grab here and I'm gonna grab here and we're gonna give it a twist. One hand is turning this way, one hand is turning this way and you'll hear it. I'm gonna move the mic real close. I don't know how much of that you heard. There's a lot of noise happening. I'm gonna do it again. That plant's real soft up top so it doesn't pop. But that's, that is basically popping and twisting. I would do this all the way up the plant. Oh, I hope you heard that one. That was a good one. Oh, that was a nice one too. You can see it. I think you saw that one. So you can do the whole stem, and you can also do the individual branches. Uh, these are thin. I don't know how much noise they're going to make. We've got another plant. Let's see if this one makes any noise. Thank you to the ladies here for hanging out and sacrificing themselves to make a nice video. Uh, This one should pop. This is a real turgid, vigorous plant. Let's get this microphone down here and see if it pops. I'm sure you heard that. That was vigorous. This plant is it's really healthy for the abuse it has been given. It's quite healthy. It's rubbery. So it's having a hard. I'm having a hard time popping and twisting it, but it's still getting the desired effect. You could see it happen right here. Uh, I'll just give it a twist and I'm gonna just work down and give it a twist. Ooh, that was a good one. And then go down, give it a twist. Now it's going to happen everywhere where I did this popping and twisting is going to develop a little knuckle. It's going to get a little bit stronger. And what that'll do is it will, make the branches stronger, which means they can hold bigger, fatter, beefier buds. Also, a bigger, thicker branch can move more nutrients, can move more water, can move more of the things the plants need to get to those big, fat, juicy buds that we want to develop. So this plant's not going to pop because it's kind of soft. When your plants are super soft, they might be squishy. When your plants are too woody, they might kind of explode. Be careful doing this, but you'll get the feel for it. Each plant, each cultivar will be kind of, it'll need its own technique, but I like to just go through and just pop and it. I'm not even going to use this plant, but I'm so into popping and twisting it that I just can't give up. Uh, and I got these, Ooh, that was a good pop. I hope you guys are hearing some of those these big hands and these gloves make it hard. I'm used to thicker plants and I'm burping up kombucha on camera. Excuse me. So, uh, we have got a lollipop done. I showed you a little defoliating. What would I do to defoliate this plant? Let's take a good look at this plant. You see this leaf on the bottom, this big leaf right here? That's never going to get any light, so let's just pull that off. I'm going to defoliate this and just get in the zone and do it like I would if I were in the grow. Here's here's how I would do it. I would just take this one off. That's not useful. There we go. Sometimes you just got to take a branch off. Don't be shy. I'll just get in there and clean it up. And you'll learn how to do this. It'll become second nature to you. You'll know if I take this part off, it's going to recover by doing this. I've just been doing this for a long time and I can do it at a speed because I'm comfortable. And of course, this is my plan. I can fucking ruin this and I'm not afraid to kill it because it's going in the bin when we're done. So I would just clean up a lot of this, take off this here. I know the light's not going to get to that. I can see this big leaf sticking out right away. That's just a light blocker. That's a light blocker. So I would take off a lot of this stuff. Now, people might think I'm crazy. You're pulling off all your buds. No, dude, we're just making the buds that are going to be there even better. Instead of having small shitty buds in the middle, we're just going to move all the big buds out to the end. They're going to be easier to trim, easier to manicure, easier to take care of. All this stuff in the inside, you won't have problems with the airflow in there. So I think this one here, I think we're just about done with that. You can just see that there's a little bit more just room for air. This part down here is cleaned up. I would almost consider that. Why not? You see what I did? I just cleaned it up. Just cleaned it up quite a bit. I want to take this off. That's in my way. I want to take this one off. I'm going to take these off. All these big leaves. I always say anything with a purple petiole, this part here, if it's purple, it can go. If this part is purple. This part of your leaf, if that's purple, you can take it off. You don't need that. I generally pull those off right before flower, early flower, mid flower. I defoliate those. So this plant's all cleaned up. This plant looks pretty good. If I were to flower this plant, I think I would get a nice outcome. We're going to top this one in a minute because we'll talk about why. But uh, this one, this would make a great plant. If you put this in a uh, trellis net, you could pull it down, even it all out, put it in a tomato cage, keep it all even. Or maybe even just fucking flower it just like this. If you think that these branches will support themselves, I'd put some sticks in there. Of course it would get up potted and a little bit of time to recover from the abuse I just gave it. But this plant would look really good in a flower room. Let's do that Mike Viagra trick again. All right. You guys, I'm getting comfortable with this uh, setup here, getting ready to do this. I like it. So um, let's see, we've done the defoliation. I think it's time to top this tall plant here. I'm going to fix this microphone because... It's kind of droopy on me. And then as soon as I get it fixed, we'll talk about topping this tall plant right here. And I'm back. Before I had to stop and give my microphone stand some male enhancement pills, we were right at the point where we were going to top this plant. I can talk a lot about topping. This plant has already been topped to give me the shape that I want it. The main thing to think about topping, I've got two things I should mention. First of all, you can't undo a cut. You can't glue shit back onto the plant. So when you're going to top something, I suggest starting high and working your way down. Don't start low and then go, oh, that was too low. I'm fucked. Start high, work your way down, top the plant that way. Uh, The next thing I want to say is it's all about, topping is all about your desired goal and shape. What do you want to make this plant look like? Why do you want to make the plant shaped like that? What is your goal? Um, There are several reasons to top. First of all, if I hadn't taken the top out of this plant, it would be this tall. The top branch that comes out of this plant would exceed the height of this plant by a good six or eight inches, and it would be almost touching the light, which would cause problems because the rest of the plant is nowhere near the light. And we talked about light penetration. Good light penetration gives you good quality buds. We wouldn't be getting that. We'd have one big glory bud at the top. Uh, Nobody wants one. Maybe you do. Uh, we don't need one big giant fat bud. We need a bunch of evenly sized buds and that's better for production. So I cut out that big top and spread it out. Instead of getting one big fat bud, we're going to get a bunch of evenly sized buds. We can bring all this up into a trellis net or not. And I think it'll produce better than having that one giant bud. That one bud gets too close to the light. Now we can move the light down. The whole plant's going to get all the lumens, uh, the jewels, the pars, Uh, whatever you want to judge the lights on. It's going to get all the light. It's going to get all of the shine. Those Canon LEDs are going to hit this instead of just this one point and a bunch of leaves and stop. That's why I topped this plant. Also, I like the shape of it. I want a bushy plant. I don't want a tall fishing pole. I like a nice wide bushy plant. I am limited by plant count. I want to fill as much space as I can with one plant to make my grow room very efficient. So I'm widening this plant out. It's going to go under a trellis. This one won't. If it were going to go into flower, hypothetically, it would go under a trellis net. When I trellis it, this will come down to this level. This will come down to this level, and then these will grow up into that trellis, and we'll have a nice shelf of buds when it grows. So topping is all about your desired goal. If I just wanted to make two big, giant buds out of this plant, I would top all of this off No, even further Take all of this off, even this branch here, and I would just leave these two pieces and they would grow two giant arms of buds. So you can make just about any shape you desire out of the plant once you learn how to work with it. It's all about understanding the goal you want to make. I see a lot of people on social media say, You need to top that plant, top that plant. And I say, Why? Like, did the grower want to top that plant? Does the grower intend to top that plant? Do they have a strategy? So, topping. There can be a lot of ways to and why and how to do it, but most of why and how is your strategy. What's your goal? If the plants are getting too tall, you can top it, but also it's going to help you spread it out. It just gives you more space. Um, If I give you a box and I said, put weed in there, would you put fucking a stick that's this tall worth of weed in there? Or would you put shelves of weed in there? You're going to want as much weed in the box as you can get. That's what we're trying to do in our grow rooms. So I'm rambling a lot. Let's get some scissors out and top this fucking plant. Now, I'm gonna take pictures as we go so that I can insert pictures into the video to make sure we don't miss anything. Uh, I'm not sure how good the camera angle and view is. Again, I'm learning this on the fly, but I'm going to take pictures with the phone as we go. I'm gonna move the plant a little bit closer to me and we're actually going to put scissors on this plant. All right, so the reason I wanna top this plant is obviously it's too tall and skinny. I don't like the plants this tall and skinny. Um, I would rather have some wider, shorter, bushier plants. My first instinct would be to top this plant right here. So I'm going to grab the part that I would take off and what I would do, I would basically follow the plant from the top, follow this main stem down to an intersection and you'll get to what looks like an upside down peace sign, right? You guys see the peace sign. We got one here. Uh, we got one down here and then we got the main piece coming up like an upside down peace sign and the main branch continues. I'm calling this a peace sign. I'm coming down until I get to my first major intersection. That's this branch here. These two branches are about the same height. So if I top this plant right here before this first branch, I'm going to be left with this much of the plant, this much, which means I'll have these two will be my two new, basically my new main apical dominant colas. These will be my subsets following right after. If I pull these down, it will all make one nice even canopy. That's a great idea. Let's actually do it and see how it looks. Although I know that's not my goal for what I'm trying to do here. I'm going to follow, I'm gonna take the top of the plant, I'm gonna follow the main stem down. I know that this is too close. That's too, that's not worth topping. To leave that as a top, that's redundant. This top is already better. To leave this as a top, same story. That, this little thing right here, let me take a picture and shoot this right into the video now. To leave this little section as a new top would be redundant. So I want to cut out this whole section here. And we're going to leave these two pieces here as our new top. I'm trying to exaggerate that on the camera. All right. So we'll cut where the thumb is. We'll cut where my thumb is and we'll leave these two pieces as our next top. I'm going to actually do that. Scissors. Uh, You know, I think I'm showing you a different spot than what I was looking at at first. We're going to do here and here. We're going to make these two pieces our new top. We're going to take this piece right out. guys ready? Let's make a cut. Chop. Now this piece, same as we did before, I'm going to clean this up. I'm going to take this excess stuff off of here. Then we're going to take, um, we're just going to leave this one just like that. And then I'm going to fucking give it a little snippety snip. These scissors were not the right choice. Give that snip. That's more like it. This getting tossed into a cup of water. We'll use this for a clone in the very near future. Now I know a lot of the older growers have taught you to use the bottoms as clones. We did that. In my opinion, the, that top right there is going to be the best clone in my cloner. So uh, we've made we've made the cut. We've got a couple of tops here. Now we've got, I'm trying to get it on camera, get it right in the center. We've got this top. I'm gonna take this leaf off to make it visually just a little easier for you. Um, trying to move some of this shit out of the way. So now we've got this top and this top, which is cool but for what i'm trying to do they are honestly too close together i want to trellis this plant if i'm going to put it into the flower room i'm going to spread it out so it's too close together you see how these tops are a little bit further apart i've got more room to work with i can pull these down and do something on this plant these two pieces are simply too close together they're going to fight they're not going to get along so let's go even lower this is where i said you can cut more off but i can't put any back if i said shit, that was the wrong spot to cut I can't do anything to put it back, but we can get out the scissors and we can take another cut. And I'm going to go this time. uh, I'm kind of thinking that these two are too close together, right? I could take out just this main one. Let's just do it. Let's just take out. I'm going to go. I'm going to follow the main stem of the plant. Hopefully I can zoom in the footage after I've done this. Here's the main, what I'm calling the main stem. I took out the main top. Here's what is remaining of the main stem right here, right? Uh, This piece is just, too close to this piece to be the new top. So we're going to take the, I'm going to follow that stick right down to the next intersection and just cut it out. Look, it looks good, but I still kind of, I think I like it, but we're going to keep going. I don't know that I think that these two are far enough apart because when it comes to trellising, when they start getting big, they're going to be crowded in together in a six inch net or a three inch net. That's going to be close. So honestly, I would go down further you may start thinking I'm crazy at this point. This plant didn't have a lot to work with to start. So let's just go down one more and see what happens. This time I'm gonna take the double set. We're gonna take this one and this one and just take them both right out, boom. Now I would use, and normally I would probably try to use that as a clone. That would work. That's as small as I would honestly go to make a clone. This one right here, you could get a clone as well, but I wouldn't go much, much smaller. Than making clones out of anything that small if you're pressed for material do it but i like the bigger clones so now we've got a topped plant do you see the different shapes we've created by topping this plant in different places i want to move this big branch out of the way because it's messing up the the visual do you see how most of these tops now are at the same height this one will catch up we'll pull them down a little bit with a net and then they'll all catch up and they'll all be the same height. So now the light's not going to burn one bud while one bud is not getting light. That is the main point for topping. This plant was a little funky shape to begin with, but we got there. Now earlier I said what if I just wanted to have two big buds on this plant? Let's get crazy. This plant is going to be a sacrifice. This plant is done. This plant has served its purpose. Thank you plant. I loved you. You were beautiful and you treated me well. Um Let's just take this off so you could see more of what I'm talking about. Now, look how even this plant looks. We got four even heads, four even heads. They're gonna grow four equally sized buds. You're not gonna have any crap shit to trim down here. I'm just gonna take that off just cause I know that's gonna be useless. You got one, two, three, four nice buds and they're all evenly spaced. This is an extreme version of topping so that you can see what we created by doing it. But now you've got a nice even canopy. That's That was my goal. And again, look what we've got, another clone. Remove this right out of the way. I just kind of grab it, and I'm not real vigorous about this. I just slide my hand right down. Jeez, just need some Viagra once again. Just kind of slide my hand down the stick and take off all those parts. Um, I would clean it up just like that and then snip off the bottom. I'm going to fix the mic stand, and then we'll keep talking. All right, I feel like I've given the mic enough male enhancement. It should stand up for a minute now. I'm going to take a picture of this plant try to pop it into the video just in case that is necessary and show you a little bit more closely what i've created with these tops here and you can see the the four tops that i've put on this plant it's hard to get a good picture at this angle but we're going to get it now you can see that i've created one two three four nice tops on this plant with no bullshit left on it again This is a very extreme example of lollipopping, of defoliating, of bottoming, and then a hugely extreme example of topping. But now we've got four uh, equal buds. There's no apical dominant bud here. They're all about the same height. I mean, you could they're a couple fucking half inch or so off. But if we pull this one down with the net, it's the same height as this one, and then this one will grow, and then this one's already there. So now we don't have an apical dominant bud. We've got four dominant buds. You're going to get four nice colas. So now let's talk about this plant a little bit. Remember I said that those two tops were too close together. I would almost consider taking out these two tops. This plant is going to be a sacrificial lamb. We don't need her around anymore. Sorry, I love your plant, but you've served your purpose. I got this many clones off of her. We've done a lot. Let's just for clone's sake, for plant's sake, for grower's sake, uh, let's cut this part off like we're going to make two clones out of this. And then we'll see what the plant looks like if we were to top it one more time. Honestly, this is right about where I think I would want to be. I would put this into the flower room and be proud of this and be excited. Uh, We're going to take out these two branches right here just for one last cut, just to show you what it would be like. So you've got a nice even bush now, kind of more shrub-like. Now these two will grow up to be, uh, they'll compete with these two. These two will get put into the net. This will make a nice shrub. Then all of this stuff that's down here lower Would just continue to grow up and it would grow right into the net. We would make a nice, nice canopy with this. Then again, these pieces here I can make beautiful clones out of these. We have two clones available. I got one and then we got two. And then again, this is how I do it. I'm not vigorous and I'm kind of gentle. I just grab it and I just slide those fucking leaves right off. And then we're going to go a step further. I trim it here, here, and here and then do the same thing there. And then maybe even here, why not? And then you give it a nice angled cut. And then I'm going to go another step for you. In most cases, this would have Clonex in it. I'm not going to waste Clonex for the sake of a video. Uh, Don't waste your materials to film a video. Just imagine there's purple Clonex in here, okay? It's the purple Clonex gel. You can use whichever brand you prefer. Uh, Hormex, Olivia's. uh, You can use Aloe. There's a bunch of stuff to use. Do your method. I like the purple stuff. That Clonex shit works great for me. So I would clip it. I would clean it up. I would dip it in the purple stuff. I would get purple stuff about an inch up the stem of this plant. I would let the excess purple stuff drip off back into the cup, put the cup down. Then I've got a pre-moistened rapid rooter in my hand, just a regular old rapid rooter. This would go in an insert in a tray. There would be 50 of them. You don't need to watch me do 50. One will get you through this. It has been clipped. It has been cleaned up. It has been cut at an angle. We did the dip, right? Clip it, dip it. Here's the best part. Stick it. The part that you just stuck in the purple part, all of that should go into the rapid rooter hole gently. Just slide it right into the, this should be pre-moistened. It's already wet. It's been nutriented. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. I'm trying to stay focused here. Clip it, dip it, and stick it. The purple part would go up to about here. We're going to put that much of it right into the rapid router cube until you feel that it's securely in there. I went a little further than I said, because it didn't feel like it grabbed the hole was a little bit uh, wider than I anticipated. I had to go further to get into the hole. uh, make jokes as you want. Now it's in there nice and firm. It did not come out of the bottom. I do not want that thing to come out of the bottom that will cause problems. So I've got the clone into the rapid router and that is basically how I make a clone. This will now be left in the rapid router tray. Uh, in the dome for several days. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. But that really simply, ladies and gentlemen, is how I take a clone. Let's do it again uh, just because we're here making a video and we've got all these good cuts to make a clone with. So hypothetically, we've already got our tray. It's already been fed nutrients. We've poured off the excess water. Uh, We've got the right nutrients, the right EC, the right pH is all in there. We've got our whole tray. Hypothetically, this is inside of a tray. We're going to use that as our tray right now. I would get one of these branches I cut off the plant. Got it over here in a cup of water. This branch, this looks beautiful for cutting a clone. I would, once again, let's just clean up this leaf. I wanna take off this and this and this. And then I wanna take off that and that. And then since this one's so big, I'm gonna take off that as well. Where I cut off was right at the part of the leaf where it gets the fattest and begins to taper back to the skinniest. I do this for a couple of reasons. Uh, this will prevent the leaves from touching each other so much in the cloner. Uh, I really think that too much leaf in there will give you some problems. So, this will help the leaves from touching each other so much, which will slow down respiration and transpiration. Uh, also, I do think that that clip kind of encourages them to make roots. It's like if I push you, you start spreading your feet. I'm pushing this plant and it's going, I got to spread my feet so I don't fall over. It's going to start making roots. That is my theory. That is why I do it. Uh, And then you're not crowding those clones in there so much in the clone dome. So we've cleaned it up. I've taken off the ends of these leaves, the droopy parts. I just want enough here to get a copy of this plant, but not stress this plant. It doesn't have anything to live off of. Its life support system just got taken away. It was attached here or over there, whichever. And it had all this to live off of this part, this root zone. It went bye-bye. Now this plant has got to live through the air, through osmosis of the environment. It's got to get all of its nutrients. Its life source has to come from the air until it develops roots. I don't want it to have so many leaves that it's stressing itself trying to survive, but I also want it to have enough leaves and enough foliage to be able to uh, receive the moisture in the air. So there's a fine line to find there, a balance to find there. I think that this is right about the right line for an experienced grower or somebody who's trying to make a decent sized clone, this or just a little bit smaller, maybe take this off if you're not a pro, Uh, but that's about all you really need for making a good solid clone. So clip it, clean up these leaves, cut an angle here. You want a nice angle to where you can get as much root gel as you want and as much uh, rooting surface as you want all over this clone. Another option that some people do we'll take the clone and just scarify the bottom of this cutting. The part that's going to get dipped into the clone gel, the part that gets put into the uh, rapid rooter, scarify it or clean it up, just shave it just a little bit. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take the inside of my scissor and I'm just going to drag it across there. You can see it just made that little, like just a thread. I just cut the skin right off of it. I'm going to do that a couple of times, just go in the length of the bottom of the clone. And what is happening is I'm actually opening up this plant. Just imagine if I just cut part of your skin off to where we could see the inside. I want roots to grow from this plant. So we're just opening up the inside where the roots are going to come from and giving it a head start. Don't go giving the plant surgery. Don't go scraping off layers. Just a very, very light peel. Just a very light peel in a couple of spots is more than enough. So I've clipped it. I've cleaned up the top. I took off all the excess shit. Sometimes if this plant were suspected of having bugs, or if there was a bug issue in the facility. At this point, I would have a pesticide solution mixed up in a container in front of me. It'd be a very mild solution. I would take the clone and I would plunge the entire cutting into that solution and give it a swirl and just shake that pesticide around, shake off the bugs, get the pesticide on there. Then I would follow that up with another dip and rinse in just plain pH water. What I'm doing now is rinsing off the extra chemicals that may have been left on there, the extra pesticides to kind of prevent a phytotoxicity reaction in the plants when I put them in the cloner. I do want to trace a pesticide on there, but I don't want it fucking coating the plant and smothering them. I think that when I put the clone into the pesticide and shook it, I eradicated most of the bugs that could be on my plant. I'm just trying to be careful uh, because I've got a little tiny plant that I can soak in a pesticide. Why not take advantage of that at this time? So uh, clip it, clean it up, uh, take off the extra shit, cut it at a nice angle so you can get a lot of clone gel on there, dip it into your pesticide solution, dip it into your clean water solution to rinse off the excess pesticide, then put it into your clonex. We're going to pretend I've got clonex. Dip it right into there, get it nice and purple on the end. Then we will put it into the Rapid Rooter. I'll show you once again exactly how I do it. It's not a challenging thing. Uh, It's just about not breaking the base of the clone. It's about not sticking it out of the bottom. There's already a hole in here. Just gently just insert and just push. Go until it feels firm. You don't want it falling out, but you don't want it poking out of the bottom. If it comes out of the bottom, I'm going to do it. Boink. See it poked right out of the bottom. I know that I've got about that much out of the bottom. I'm just going to back it out. That's all I got to do. Just back it right out. Now I'm confident with how much of it is in there. This is going to be a very beautiful, happy, healthy clone. Look at that. You can already see that's going to be a happy little plant. Happy little trees, make happy little growers, start off strong, set yourself up for success. I was going hard until I said that part. Um, I think I've covered all of the stuff I wanted to cover in this grow lesson. So I think I'm going to get out of here before I uh, get too far into the weeds. We've popped the stems, we've defoliated, we lollipopped. We top the shit out of these plants topping is based on your goals and shape Uh, i cut a few different sections and areas Um, i think i showed you everything that i want to show you i got you a uh, clone started here even so the next episode i will have a full tray of clones cut you don't want to watch me cut an entire tray of clones Uh, i'll cut a couple on camera i'll show you how i do it then we will talk about uh, maintaining those clones getting them from cuttings to rooted clones then getting them from rooted clones into, uh, if it's a gallon pot or if it's a cup or whatever you're going to toss them into, we'll talk about that in the upcoming episodes. I think, Oh, one more important part. We almost skipped the super most important part. After you cut a clone, make sure to clearly label it. That's right. If you've been wondering what strains I was working with here, uh, the taller plant, this tall slender girl here, this was biscotti to arise kind of a new plant. It does not have an official name. Uh, I'm open for suggestions, biscotti to arise, it smells like vanilla cake and uh, gas and a little bit of like burnt rubber. It's got uh, toaster strudel smells to it. Uh, I'm sure you can come up with some cool shit for that. But Biscotti, to arise, it needs a cool name. And this plant here, shout out to our friend TGA Subcool, uh, this is Chernobyl. Shout out to my friend Tanasi for the hookup on the Chernobyl. Yes, he gave me a great clone. This thing is fucking vigorous, healthy, happy. There may be some crosses coming from that girl in the future. All right, it's time for me to get out of here, start wrapping up the show. We're going to label this clone just like that. This is not the label I would normally use, but there you go. Biscotti to arise. always label your clones. What good is that clone? If you've got more than one strain and you don't label it, what good is that clone? You don't know what you're working with the next time. All right, I think that's what I've got for you. Um, I'll be back through the magic of technology to wrap up this show. Thank you. Thank you for letting me learn this new setup. I do appreciate it. And again, I really look forward to your feedback. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all you beautiful cannabis cultivators out there. I want to thank you again for listening to another episode of the grow from your heart podcast. I hope you learned a lot from this episode. If you feel like this show is educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you'd just like to throw me a buck or two because you learned something, all you've got to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need to support the show is right there on the screen. And again, big thanks for all of the continued Patreon support. If you've got any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know that I would love to hear from you. My email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you thought of the new format on this episode. I tried new things. Let me know what you think. Uh, again, be gentle, but also be honest. Uh, make sure you check out my website, iregenetics.com. Everything Grow From Your Heart, everything IryGenetics. all things Rasta Jeff, are listed on my website at irigenetics.com. Make sure you check out the website. Sign up for that, uh, the newsletter. If you need some grow help, hit that grow help tab. If you want to find some seeds, there are vendor links on there. Don't be shy. Check out irigenetics.com. All right, that is all I've got for you for this episode. I want to thank you again for listening. You know I'll be back in just a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout-out to my buddy Dave's Not Here. And until next time, take a fat dab. And give your mama a hug for me.